0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules.
1: Hello, I'm Sarah. A welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Live, live in Manchester. In Manchester. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>.
2: <laughs> so we're upstairs in lovely Odd Bar. We lovely need to say Odd a bar. massive hi to Holly the barmaid. Hello, Holly hi, the barmaid. Holly. Holly, she's absolutely delicious. She's already eaten 42 Baby Bell.
1: <laughs> yet yeah, so slender i
2: know where does she put it i hate her a little bit but not enough <laughs> <laughs> um so welcome hi so we did um a little live podcast in london and it all went very well so we thought well the beautiful north the, the north beautiful needs us north.
1: oh god it's so good to be back north, it is. isn't it is it's
2: a dream
1: how have you found it cheap Yes, very very cheap, cheap. (laughs) very
2: cheap, very (laughs) Very knockdown prices, very reasonable actually. Well, we came up because we came up to do a recce, and you probably heard this that we ended up in the Sherry Bar. Has anyone been
1: to flock? Yes, 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 it's on on the
2: list. Um, And we, I mean, we got. Look, we can tell you this, Port Salou crew. We got horribly drunk on Sherry. Hammond. Didn't we really? Hammond. Yeah, as drunk as June is now on Sauvignon. <laughs> very, very drunk. And we had a great, th- honestly, it was heaving. It was like that Port Salou table over there, wasn't it? The cheese board that Brim, we had. Brimming. It was on it. We rolled out of there, £20 each. It was a bargain. She was lovely. She actually. We should go back lovely. And see her. She was we'll, great. We'll all go after this. <laughs> Everyone to flock afterwards.
1: She'll regret serving us Yes, now. she will. Definitely. <laughs> oh, God, it's so good to be back to Manchester, but I've had quite the day today. Buckle in. I've Jules had has had the day. The day. <sighs> so... Today I woke up and I've got a little bit of a flat tire issue. So I was like right, a y- not
2: a euphemism. Not An actual euphemism, flat it's tire. Actual,
1: well, tire pressure is low. And I was like, right. So <laughs> Again, I'm, not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. <laughs> not a euphemism. Um, and I woke up and I was like, right, today is the day that I'm gonna have a butch day. This is it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my tire pressure, I'm gonna have a beard trim, and I'm gonna get my hair cut in the barbers. Yeah. I was like, this is it, this is butch for me. I'm not gonna look at Vogue, I'm not gonna look at owl." I'm just going to do... I'm going to
2: read the Daily Mirror and talk about football. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So anyway, (laughs) it was raining and I decided not to check my tyre pressure because I was like, it'll ruin (laughs) my hair. Oh, not in the
2: rain? (laughs) How butch.
1: (laughs) So then I went to the barber's and I sat in the barber's chair and I was like, all right, mate, yeah, all right, all right, right, lovely (laughs) to meet you. And I was doing the rounds, doing the rounds. And then I sat there and I tried to play it. I tried to play it as butch as I could, but couldn't help but notice that Either man in the chair next to me was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Northern men are just so amazing, oh, they aren't they? Oh, to die for. Oh. So I was like... How yeah. do they do it? <laughs> so I was sat there like d- giving the side eye to either like in the mirror. And then I, <laughs> the, guy, <laughs> the guy was doing my beard. And for some reason, he was like, you know, do you like being in Manchester? And I was like, the men are gorgeous. The men are so <laughs> gorgeous. I love them. And he, he was a bit taken aback. He was like, uh, yes, okay. And there's a, really, there's a really weird moment when a guy, I don't know, there are a few men in the room. If you've had your beard trimmed, um, they get very close when they're shaving this bit. Lovely. And you, have to, you really have to close your eyes because it gets quite awkward. Because so, <laughs> I can't lie there like this and then open my eyes and their face is in my yeah, face. And sure. they've got a razor. It gets very Sweeney Todd. I get very <laughs> panicked for my life. I'm like, this is it. This, this is how I'm going to go. Yeah. But then tonight, in the arms of gorgeous man. <laughs> in the arms of gorgeous man, sliding my phone number left, <laughs> right, and centre. Um, but I'm tonight. I don't know whether you've seen, but I'm wearing a wide leg trouser.
2: Yes. Now this is a new silhouette This uh, is a Jules. new silhouette. This is new a new silhouette. for 2018.
1: It brings back horrible memories of the noughties. Yeah. Where sure these get damp in rainy Manchester <laughs> yes, streets. So I was like, oh, I forgot all about this. You have to almost hook your wide leg trousers up like like a Downton scene. Yes. Like a woman leaving and you're like, oh my God, I'm getting absolutely soaked from the bottom. This isn't chic. out.
2: Well, I had, and these were revolting, I had beige corduroy flares. They really hold the water. They really, I mean, that's a a workout. For the (laughs) week. Yes, they do. They never quite dry, do they, corduroy? Never
1: fully dry. And when they do dry, you can stand them up. Yeah. Alone. <laughs>
2: yeah They're fine. <laughs> but I like this. What do we think, Jules's wide leg trouser?
1: You in? Are you in? They've got um, they've got this weird combat pocket here, which <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was into, but I actually think it's going to be very useful for mattifying. It's going to be yes. useful to put the powder in there at
2: any given moment. Perfect. That was a lovely moment at the London uh, live podcast, actually, which no doubt will happen tonight as well. Jules mattifying members of the Portslou crew before photos. I will be mattifying. So don't worry you won't shine you can't shine not here um (laughs) but obviously we've got the cheese bar everyone's had cheese yes good lots of cheese
1: port yeah go for it because they've been so kind and given us the cheese so we really want to thank them. let's
2: take a moment for port salu yeah yeah And you may have noticed a little pot with a homemade notice, June's chutney. Now, you might have been forgiven for thinking June made that chutney, yes? Unfortunately, the chutney, (laughs) the chutney, (laughs) the chutney that June made not matured, not still too tart, far too tart. So, what she cold did, in the
1: north, she says.
2: What she did was she got all the jars out of the cupboard, all in date, all still in date, and that is June's dregs <laughs> in that chutney pot. That is June's dregs. Oh, she wants to tell you that she put half in. It was a, a, a tablespoon at best. She says that <laughs> it was Stirred half, heavily. yeah. And it reminded me of when we <laughs> when we went on holiday once as kids. When she got all the old little bits of sun cream, squirted them into one (laughs) big pot and handed it round. And that was the sun cream for the entire holiday yes they did everyone stood
1: in a row what a powerful. what a moment
2: on it june said it was factor 208 by the time they had all combated <laughs> that's together that's why
1: you're so fatta white that
2: is that's why i've never burned it's actually never left my skin i put it on and it physically can't wash off <laughs> it's amazing it's like a shield but we were we thought we were going to be late coming out tonight because ruby ran off Ruby
1: oh Ruby the dog yes
2: Ruby ran off and June was outside (laughs) now just picture the scene for a moment it was Amy because she had it in the north this is hair by Amy not quite as exotic as hair by Juan but nevertheless hair by Amy the height is there the height's there it's raining Ruby's not coming back from June's spot on the front doorstep. She's whistling. She's calling, Ruby, Ruby. Ruby won't return. June outside in a barber with a hood up. Not happy. It's very
1: regal, that. actually.
2: Yeah, yes. Um, Ruby was eventually found, which apparently she's been doing this a lot. And Mum came home. <laughs> Mum came in and went, she was behind the summer house. There's something going on back there. <laughs> <laughs> something's going on behind that summer house and we don't know what it is but Ruby's very interested
1: <laughs> I may have left a slipper back there I yeah, can't apologize
2: enough. yeah. Um, but I should give you a slimming world update because uh, I know you'll all be it's all you can think about I understand <laughs> um, June and I were going to go to slimming world last night there was all sorts of plans instead where did we go we went to the pub. Yes, we decided hang Slimming World for another week. Um, I've eaten 82 Baby Bell already.
1: I've had 64.
2: Yeah, we went to the pub. This is true. June, we you're, we
1: you're did. You're throwing, you're throwing Sarah under the bus. Now. Honestly, they'll be listening at Slimming World. They will know you've had this. This is
2: what June ate last night: chips dipped in mash. That happened like a mash as a condiment. That's what was going on in the pub last night. So we didn't go, actually. Um, And then after the pub, I sat far too near to June's wood burner. And actually, ever so slightly, I can still feel it. I've just got it on one side. I was sad too close.
1: Gosh, horrendous. I was drunk. You've been through the mill.
2: I was drunk on mash. That's really, I mean, that's brought you fully up to speed my current condition.
0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
1: Shall we do some correspondence? (gasps) Shall
2: we do some correspondence? Now, if
1: you are listening afar and you can't be with us in Manchester, uh, we love to do correspondence from the Portslough crew that are present with us. So we have got a lovely bucket in front of us. Bucket, wicker basket. I think
2: it's your fun, it's June's very tasteful wicker basket.
1: Um, And we are gonna pick them out and read them out on air. If it is you, we want whoops, we want cheers. Yes. Tops off, it's up to you. Uh, This is from Sarah and Leanne. (laughs) 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 Clear your throat girls, go for it. Hi. (laughs) Shall I do a man? No, a Manchester accent. It's where, right, right? where
2: are you from? There are from Manchester, yeah, love you life, can. That's
1: great. <laughs> Glad you didn't say any words yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can't do Swahili.
2: <laughs> Though you would give it a go. I would. Yes. And That's what I love about you, darling.
1: How <laughs> oh am I gonna do Manchester? All right, all right. Hey, love, <laughs> love the podcast. I've been listening since the beginning. Lots of love, Sarah and Leanne. From Manchester.
2: Yay! Lovely, lovely. Right, this is. Let's have a look. Oh, what a lovely hand! Um, <laughs> it says salut. Oh, salut! I don't know why we've never used that as a greeting. Salut! What
1: a waste know, of two years! I know, ridiculous,
2: honestly. Uh, this is from Kay. <laughs> Woo, okay, K, K in, in the corner. K in the corner. Lovely. There's the name of your phone-in chat show. K in the corner. <laughs> now, Kay, have you put? Is this your age that you've included here? I thought it said 41. Hi. Oh.
1: <laughs> it's either Sarah's sure. reading or Lizzie's hand. Yeah. We'll never know.
2: I can see it now. <laughs> I see it now. And I, I, I was looking at you and going, we didn't ask for ages and you don't look 41. So there's some confusion here. It says hi. <laughs> hi, where are you from, Kay? Um, oh, Sports. Stockport. Yeah. Hi. I'm new here. I smelt the cheese from Alden Street and wandered over. <laughs> what a scene. I'm a fan of the traditional fondue. Do you think Salou will do? Oh, a little poem. A poem from Kay. And that's from gorgeous Kay in the corner. Now, Port Salou, how does it melt? How do- I never? It's never lasted long enough to melt it. <laughs> I've always eaten it. I think
1: mine's melting on the plate right now. Well,
2: we'll see if we can fondue that by the end of tonight, Kay. We'll see. <laughs>
1: I have got one here from Dixie. Hi, oh. now Dixie, I met on the way in and how old are you Dixie? 12. And I think you might be my favorite Portsaloo crew member ever because you, and now I'm going to read your note out because it's so adorable. Do you want to be Welsh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dixie, how do you I... feel about being Welsh? Oh, great.
1: I think I think tonight, love, I'm going to make you Welsh. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for making my journey to school very entertaining. I love them all. Dixie, kiss, kiss, kiss.
2: Oh, Dixie, divine. <laughs> woo! Okay, let's have another one. This, let's have a look. This is Lucy, Manchester. <laughs>
1: Lucy, Lucy from Manchester.
2: Oh, what lovely L's, Lucy, but then I suppose you've had a lot of practice being Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> love listening to podcast usually at gym or on a run so today makes a change in a bar Lucy I mean you're a better woman than I am gyms running I like a nice sit
1: look at this look at ooh this correspondence card is I mean you'll know who you are right immediately this is folded into quadrant G6 Uh, (laughs) smiley faces (laughs) take me a while to open it up (laughs) thank you so much for that convenience <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible Jules I love your face <laughs> <laughs> well
2: thanks very much
1: please advise on winter skincare do's and don'ts love Dave's smiley face
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love my face too <laughs> thank you
2: Jules will be giving a full talk with slides on winter skin <laughs> straight after the end. So in, in the sherry bar, actually, we've set him up there with a PowerPoint ready to go. Go on, what are your top three tips for winter skin?
1: Mattify, mattify, mattify.
2: <laughs> I would say gin, gin, gin. Gin will do wonders for your skin. You won't give... you. Sorry, Dixie, you won't care less. <laughs> Should we have one, more? Should one we have more? One more. We'll have one more. We'll have one more. Um... Oh, this is Lizzie. Now, it's a short one. Lizzie from the north. How Game of Thrones, Lizzie. Well, hello. Can I have June's autograph? June. Absolutely, you can. (laughs) Lizzie, she's very cheap. Very, very cheap for an autograph. Very, very available. Very (laughs) cheap. She's also
1: brought printed out pictures of herself. (laughs) I've seen them in her bag
2: or unframed either way right we're gonna pop these back in for the raffle later god I'm, i love a raffle i love a I raffle live tea. for a raffle so look how's sheila
1: oh sheila sheila <laughs> sheila now sheila oh a
2: murmur through the room there <laughs> concern for sheila
1: now if you haven't listened to the <laughs> podcast before sheila is my mother um and sheila you remember Jim, who lives next door, he has the harmonia and harmonica recitals. I do. I do. Uh, Jim was down at we the. We would
2: Have we still not decided the difference?
1: Harmonia? No, it's like a size thing. I don't oh, know. Right, I haven't it's looked. Oh, right. Fine. Carry I've on. Had, I've had a few sherries.
2: <laughs> June just shouted, One's blown. I'll say one is. And one's fingers. <laughs> One's blown, one's fingered. There we have it, once and for all. Thank you,
1: June. Yeah.
2: Good for you, Jim. I'm covering
1: all bases. Anyway, now now Sheila has been invited to the opera by Jim from next door. Oh,
2: how delightful. Sheila loves
1: the opera, absolutely loves it. Hang Should on, you...
2: just her and Jim?
1: No, no, no. Oh, Ken's involved. Like, yeah. Jim's wife's involved. Ken's made anyway. himself known. Sheila was like, yes, of course, Jim, of course, Jim, I'll come. I think Sheila had a few tradesmen at the house, was mid-hoovering, so he was quick to accept the invitation. Yes. Get out the way, Jim. <laughs> Sheila. Sheila then said she didn't take notice of who the composer and singer was. So <laughs> she'd handed over the cash from her bag, paid for the ticket, committed. Yeah. She said to Ken, I think we should listen to this composer. I can't think of his name, so I'm going to name, name him after the newsreader, Kliplinski. Okay, fine. So sure. anyway, she hadn't listened to Kliplinski f- before. And <laughs> Ken and Sheila, on the way up to Leeds, put it on in the car. Lovely. Sheila said the moment she heard the first few bars of the beat... She knew it wasn't for her. Oh, no. She said, she said she's now got this all-of-a-sudden dread. Her body went cold, and she's like, how oh, the hell am I going to go to London and listen to this opera?
2: She'll, she'll have to have an emergency, a quiche
1: emergency, something. Well, I something. said you should take some earplugs and just get through. She said it's awful. She said the opera is awful, this composer. When she
2: sits down, she just needs to put her headphones in. Just she, listen to something else. Not
1: with the blow-dry.
2: Oh, no, of June course. June will
1: understand. June. <laughs> so <laughs> Sheila's on a conundrum at the moment, and that will be up next week.
2: Ne- next week, stay gripped for that. Stay gripped. Will she go? Will, you need to stop heckling, Mum. We talked about it. <laughs> Honestly, gripping. Will
1: she go? Will she not? She'll go. But... Kaplinski, June. I've told you. Yeah,
2: it's Kaplinski, and no more heckling. <laughs> That's it from you. I've had enough? Savignon. It's that Sauvignon. She's anyway. so larry. <laughs>
1: How's June?
2: Well, I'm so glad you've asked how June is. Um, so this, uh, <sighs> she's terribly well. Um, so, right. <laughs> so June was with Nan. Nanny Lula. Hi, Nan. And Nan had never been to Aldi. But she'd heard great things. Right? <laughs> so mum, so she... <laughs> just trying to tell a story. So she, um, so she'd heard great things about Aldi. So Mum said, "I'll take you." Now they couldn't go to the one in Nutsford being refurbished, so they had to go to Holmes Chapel. What can you do? So she goes to Holmes Chapel. They park up. They go in. I said, "What were you going in for?" And she said, "Mum needs a lot of cat food." Great. They went in. Well, they went in because she has feral cats, and the town that she lives in in Wales they call a cat woman. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, let's just take yeah. a moment to park this story. Yeah. Feral cats. Feral
2: cats, wild feral cats.
1: How many? Oh, gosh, dozens. The cat yeah. flap must be like the swinging door of the Savoy. Oh, no, Savoy. they won't come in. In, out, not... <laughs> in, out, in, out.
2: <laughs> they won't come in. They're not allowed in. Too feral, too feral. What, but they'll what, come and have what, their cat so she's food. she's like,
1: feed the birds outside. Yes, but that's feed it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But also, hedgehogs come because they want the cat food. And I might have told... She is busy. She's so busy. And she... The thing is, I might have told you this before on the podcast, but she had one of those, you know those boot cleaners with the bristles that look like hedgehogs? One of them started bonking it. <laughs> one of them started... One hedgehog a, thought that yeah, was a real hedgehog. Yeah, they thought that was a real hedgehog. So that happened. So anyway, so they go in. They, they go in and they're taking their time round Aldi, you know, and they buy all their cat food and they come out and they put the trolley away and they're sat in the car and they're sat having a natter, having a snack, not cat food, but having a snack, you know, looking at people. What's he buying? Oh, look at her, that sort of thing. they sat there and then they drive home. Think no more about it. What comes in? on the mat, you're only allowed to park there for an hour and a half, and because they'd sat snacking and talking, they'd gone over it and got a £75 fine.
1: No. (laughs) But had they not seen... The £1.50
2: they saved in cat food had to go on the fine. (laughs)
1: But had they not seen someone put a ticket on
2: they the car? they have not. No, no. It was. Uh, this is the it's best a busy bit. It that. took photos, so you can see the photo <laughs> of mum and nan in the front of the car chatting away, and the times just creeping up. There's like five photos of them talking, pointing, looking at the cat food, all in the car like this. This stream of shots taken. <laughs> it's Honestly,
1: <laughs> it's the it's like the blinker of the binoculars, isn't it? Yeah, they just couldn't see. that's yeah. their reason. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Yes, Dad was like, did you have a nice time in Aldi? Yes, good. <laughs> Mum was like, how did you know? <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> but the, the, the really good news is that the cats love the cat food. So that's the main that's thing good. here. That's They're really good. happy with that. Um, shall we do News from the North? Shall we? Let's have a cheer for News from the North. Yeah. Woo!
1: Now, I've got a confession. My oh. news from the north is a news from around.
2: As we're in the north, I mean, it's a disgrace, really. <laughs> I
1: know, I'm very ashamed. But I found this story, and I just believed that it was, it was only appropriate for a podcast live. And I, if you have a seatbelt to hand, I'd buckle in for this one. <laughs> this one comes from thewhalesonline.com. <laughs>
2: Covering the whole of yeah. Wales.
1: Meet Wilfred the oldest duck in the world. Oh. This duck... Nan's
2: probably <laughs> feeding him.
1: <laughs> this duck can be forgiven for sprouting a few white feathers. For Wilfred, who has thrilled visitors to a city park with his whistle, is thought to be the <laughs> oldest living duck in the world. <laughs> Rangers at Rothko Conservatory in Cardiff say he is 17 years old and most ducks of Wilfred's breed live to just seven. Gosh. A mystery. <laughs> How they- do they And the secret to the South African whistling duck's long life, I would say, he's been spoiled and pampered for seventeen years and living a life of luxury. He has been around, says Ranger and Andy Smith. Now, when I first read that, I just imagined this duck there with like a head towel on, with like (laughs) its little claws getting done, and being like, "I am defying age. This is perfect." And I was just reading, and I was like, "This Wilfred the duck. I'm identifying with him. This we're going to get on."
2: He's like death becomes a.
1: <laughs> Andy continues. He strolls around as if he owns the place. He's certainly not shy. He always lords it around. I bet he does. Wilfred's got a bit of peacock in him. The noise he makes <laughs> is like a wolf whistle. <laughs> he does it when he's asserting himself or when he wants something. Sometimes he'll do it straight back if you whistle at him, but other times he'll completely refuse. Of course. <laughs> but just imagine. I'm like... not a performance. This isn't a performance. <laughs> but just imagine, like Wilfred, Wilfred. <laughs> Wilfred, sorry, I'm not having any of that. Yes. <laughs> not having any of that I'm Not nonsense. in the mood. <laughs> at the entrance to the conservatory, there's a few squeaky tables, and the noise drives him mad. I always see him off, <laughs> and he won't stop whistling. <laughs> squeaky tables, not happy with it. Not happy with it at all. Uh, <laughs> Rangers at Rothcourt Park believe that he could be the world's oldest duck, or at least the oldest duck of his breed. Believe believe he believe, could be the oldest yeah. duck not, not, really, a, not a fact yeah, yeah.
2: they've cut co- do you know what's happened the paper have come down to see them and gone we're not quite sure we sort of think this is a story about be. an old looking yes. duck yeah
1: <laughs> he's 17 years old which apparently is a huge age for a duck of his type says andy there are only a small they're only small so in the wild they can only live until at the age of seven they get eaten um i don't know of any older duck he could well be the oldest
2: it's <laughs> quite brutal. I am yeah. brutal. Uh,
1: he's a well known local character. When he does die, we'll have to put a notice in the paper. <laughs> Wilfred's arbitrary. Incredible. I'm not finished, June. It goes on. She's jumping the gun. She's jumping the gun.
2: She's drunk.
1: <laughs> um, the park has been home to two pairs of whistling ducks since it opened in 1975. And Wilfred is the surviving member of the second pair, who were bought from an exotic wildfowl breeder. His partner, who was named Winifred <laughs> died several years ago. Oh, shame. I'm so sorry for you, Win- mm-hmm. Wilfred. After Winifred's death... It's Wilfred's
2: Wilfred- diva ways. <laughs> she was glad to go.
1: <laughs> After Wilfred's death, Wilfred was somewhat subdued, but he's now back to his quirky old ways. Uh, his con- his contact... <laughs> like <in laughs>
2: mourning with a little veil on for a while. <laughs> like, I'll never whistle again.
1: He is cantankerous in his old age and he does peck at people. He's got a thing for baggy trousers and laces. Well, I'd be ruined, would I? (laughs) These wide legs, I'd be absolutely clawed to death. He'd be
2: straight after you.
1: (laughs) Wilfred Wilfred doesn't particularly like the water but does enjoy nipping out in the rain. Charming. It's raining, I must leave now. Yeah. (laughs) I'm proving there's life in the old duck yet. <laughs> when he thinks no one is looking, he loves plunging 10 feet off the fountain into his pond.
2: <laughs> I love that he would make sure no one was looking. I'm not just doing this for anyone.
1: <laughs> he'll, <Woo! laughs> he'll just launch himself into, into the main pond. It looks very comical, the way he splats into the water. He's no Tom Daly. No, let's no face Tom Daly. it. Bird expert and broadcaster Lolo Williams. Oh, I was hoping for Bill Oddie. <laughs> said, at 17, Wilfred is doing really well. There's no doubt about that. Let's hope that people continue to look after Wilfred and bring him lots of good uh, good food like grain and not white bread, which only swells up and doesn't provide Duck with any tr- nutritional benefits at all.
2: Well, just like us, darling.
1: <laughs> just like no us. No
2: white bread. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Gorgeous. Thanks,
1: June. You can clap.
2: Wilfred the Duck. <laughs> Wilfred the Duck. Divine. So, um, My news from the north is from the Blackpool Gazette. Woo. Director of hard cheese and minister for milk wanted. I'm in. A string of unusual job vacancies have arisen in Britain's dairy industry, including director of hard cheese and head of butter.
1: What a title. (laughs) That's incredible. I feel like
2: you already are head of butter in a way. I feel like
1: having those business cards printed (laughs) immediately.
2: The six roles for dairy enthusiasts also include a chief yoghurt officer, minister for milk, (laughs) ice cream connoisseur, and director of (laughs) hard cheese. The jobs are being advertised by the Department of Dairy-Related Wholesome Affairs. (laughs) The DDRWA (laughs) rolls (laughs) off the tongue. (laughs) A newly formed marketing agent set up by the industry. Successful applicants can expect to receive a generous package, (laughs) (laughs) including an abundance of dairy-related benefits. Lovely. (laughs) Lovely. Key requirements for the roles, including talking about butter, Instagramming ice cream, and pairing cheese with crackers. I mean, no one could be more qualified than you. Mike Ho, a spokesperson for DDRWA, said we are looking for the creme de la creme to join our department. We exist to serve a clear purpose, which is to celebrate the wholesomeness of dairy and the little moments of joy it brings to our lives. We look forward to welcoming our new recruits. Each job will run for an initial three-month period, but salaries are not being disclosed.
1: Disappointing. The
2: Minister for Milk will be a hard-working individual excited about the joy of cow's milk, whether it's of the green, red, blue or gold top variety (laughs) and expected to exert their considerable influence to promote the people's passion for milk. The director of cheese, hard, requires a
1: candidate... (laughs) (laughs) Behave.
2: A candidate mature as cheddar or as joyously young as a creamy Lancashire. And committed to raising awareness of the unique qualities hard cheese has to offer. The director's mirroring colleague, director of cheese soft needs a Brit with an appreciation for the nuanced challenge of the role that involves educating the public about the joy of soft cheese they will also educate their constituents in the pleasures of spreading cheese this is (laughs) euphemism gold whether on crackers toast or fillings the chief yogurt officer will possess a clear understanding and passion for yogurt and will not discriminate between frozen and unfrozen (laughs) varieties of this wholesome food the ice cream connoisseur will know there is no fun more wholesome than a lick of real dairy ice cream, whether the real thing or a whipped up imposter. The head of butter will provide countless opportunities to spread a love of butter across the bread that is Great Britain. <laughs> and understand intuitively that butter is more than just a cooking and baking ingredient. Yes, I indeed. I'll say to be eligible, a passion for dairy is a strict requirement with successful applicants taking on the role for promoting their selected category. To apply, candidates need to submit one image that they think celebrates their joy of dairy, see, by the door, along with a paragraph no longer than 200 words on their dedication to the dairy via Instagram.
1: Interesting. Yes,
2: use the hashtag #TeamDairy in the copy to be found. God
1: knows what's on that hashtag. Honest...
2: <laughs> Head of butter.
1: Head Darling, it was creative for you. I like the promotion you. from soft to hard. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that was my. That was really... That's where I was locked in. I was like, I like this company a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is for me.
2: You can imagine them with opposite offices, can't you? Nibbling on a bit of cheddar, glaring, and she's got a bit of brie over here. <laughs> and then the yoghurt flounces in. <laughs> Do you want to play Would You Rather? Yes. Would you rather, Jules watch a long film of all the best moments of your life thus far.
1: That'd be a long film.
2: Or watch a short clip of a pivotal moment in your future.
1: Ooh! Ooh.
2: It works because everyone can play.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So hang on, let me get this straight so I, I can watch... Yeah, lots a whole like this is your life. Yes, Re- yes. really from start yeah. to finish. Yeah, or I can watch one pivotal moment in the future. In the future.
2: Yes, that's the whole point.
1: Oh God! Mm. Part of me is drawn to it because I'm like, it, could you pick the pivotal moment? Mm,
2: interesting. Like
1: wedding, funeral, that kind no, of thing. No,
2: no, it's just pivotal. You're going to have to trust them to choose it.
1: Oh, stressful. Yeah, uh, but it, <laughs> is, <laughs> it
2: could but, be you with it, something to do with your hair. Do you know what I mean? That <laughs> could be pivotal.
1: Um, would topless men be involved? If you like, potentially, it's pivotal. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I would say yes. Oh, see, the thing is, like, if it was the last one, I could really fill in a few blanks.
2: <laughs> I thought that. Yeah, because oh, I, yeah.
1: you know, I'm going to confess something. When Sarah and I did a recce of Oddbar, oh yes, I didn't remember being here I, I was a student <laughs> in Manchester and as a student I gave sorry, it my Holly. best <laughs> sorry, Holly. sorry Holly but I gave it my best at uni I really enjoyed the nightlife and I walked in here and I looked at the wallpaper and I was like I've seen that wallpaper before <laughs> <laughs> so really to piece together the blackout mm. memories that my life has yes I will pick that this is your life option. you're going in the past mm, he's going I, for the past well I could get hit yeah. by a bus tomorrow so the future not so
2: interesting no fair enough <laughs> be a pivotal moment Sinister. you'd rather <laughs> not know <laughs> um do you want to play would you rather again what, a double a surprise it's round. a double it's a double i didn't know
1: that this is gonna happen well okay.
2: i am full of surprises I, call me crazy <laughs> i've got two would you rathers somebody hold me back would you rather only wear 80s clothes
1: is this your would you rather no <laughs>
2: <laughs> or only have 80s hairstyles, <laughs> 80s hairstyles or 80s clothes, shell suits, perms.
1: Shoulder pads or mullets? Shoulder that's pads That's the thing that's going mullet. through my brain. Think Pat Sharp, top to toe. I loved Pat Sharp. How good was Pat Sharp? Well,
2: Funhouse was good. Pat was a bit irritating, wasn't he, true? I be think told. I was a
1: little bit attracted to Pat Sharp.
2: <laughs> good Business God. Business at
1: the front, party at the back, that kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, oh. yeah that
2: was pat sharp all over wasn't it <laughs> he was <laughs> he was so formal until he'd had a red bull um until he got on those go-karts
1: <laughs> but, Woo! i mean eight oh 80s dress it's it's very unflattering to oh, anybody so shape, really, unflattering i know forget- hairstyles oh yeah. god my industry beauty oh, yeah you've survived June. That's yes, good. that's yeah. true.
2: I'll never forget June. We went on holiday. I don't know why when you're a kid you have to go on holiday really early in the morning. You have to just you have to go in the middle of the night, don't you? You have to go on <laughs> holiday. Nobody flies at any reasonable time.
1: Cause, it's because June had four kids. Yes, so you have she to did get actually. Cheap
2: well, to go. I don't know. She bought Lorna, my sister and I, matching shell suits and, <laughs> and insisted Lovely. that we surprise dad. So it was. <laughs> It was three in the morning and Dad comes down <laughs> to see Lorna and I grinning. <laughs> and Dad, in these neon Chelsea. he was like... Oh. <laughs> and he didn't want to disappoint us, so he just went, "Hmm, lovely <laughs>
1: <laughs> at three in the morning, th- there's no enthusiasm. Yeah, but at then all. there was the
2: video wasn't there, that went round all the schools of it going up in flames, so that was it. Nobody was allowed them anymore. Yeah
1: G- Oh gosh, what a sinister end to that yeah. story. <laughs> uh, i I um... cut that bit. It was a bit of a
2: bit of a downer. that's just for us, <laughs> um, seriously mm- though, not a big fire risk. Uh... <laughs>
1: Go steady in the vintage. (laughs) I'm stressed out. I'm going to have to. I think I'm going to have to pick... For career reasons only, and just because I work in the beauty industry, I'm going to have to go with 80s fashion. Nobody <laughs> would take me seriously in beauty with, with a mullet. I'd never work again. I don't know
2: how seriously they'll take you, darling. <laughs> with a, what, neon... a,
1: a But like a sequin all-in-one with shoulder pads. They'll think I'm amazing. I'll style it out.
2: Sure, yeah, isn't that 70s? I think we need to be quite strict about this, actually. I'm doing actually.
1: 81. You're doing 81? So the 81. people who are still <laughs> clinging onto the 70s trends, I'm going to do those. I
2: want, at some point, a culture club boy, George from you going out there to work. (laughs) I want that, we'll sort that.
1: It's been gorgeous.
2: Oh my God, it's been absolutely heavenly. We do need to say that the absolutely astonishing amount of Port Salou and Babybel, you've got to take it home with you. Load up, seriously, load, we need you to take it. We don't know what we're gonna do. Piles of it, armfuls of it. We should have told you to bring a bag, but please take as much cheese as you can physically carry. No judgment. No judgment here. No, no judgment. judgment at all. Um, we have absolutely loved you. Thank you so much for coming. We need to say a few thank yous. Thank you to Rob, our lovely sound engineer. Yes, thank you so much to Rob. Thank you to Holly, our gorgeous barmaid. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Thank you to June for working the door. Thank you so much, and also Alex as well for the correspondence there. Well done, Alex. Now listen. Before we go, we do have the raffle. God, I'm beside myself. Oh yes, let's do the raffle. I was so excited. I nearly stood up. Then I was so excited, but I didn't stand up. Right, so I think
1: Dixie should pick.
2: Oh yeah, Dixie, would you pick yes. us a winner? Pick us a Two winner, winners. Dixie. Dig deep, dig deep. Okay, so the first winner of a wheel of Port Salut is it's Lorna and Amy Finlay. Laura and Amy Finlay, come on down. you can have it yes yeah. <laughs> I mean look we'll be honest Dixie if you weren't 12 people would cry fix there'd be there would well be there would be a riot in here but because you're 12 you can have your wheel of Port Salou. off you go. you go Oh guys gorgeous just gorgeous So listen. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, If you haven't found us on Instagram, we are Jules and Sarah Podcast. I'm this Sarah Powell on Twitter.
1: And I'm at Jules Von Hepp. Yes,
2: you are. Um, And we do always finish on Jules's word. I'll just do that again because Rick sneezed. (laughs) We do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Affirmation. What is it?
1: To thrive in life, you need three bones. I say four, but the affirmation says three. (laughs) Wishbone, backbone, funny bone.
2: Oh, amen.
1: (laughs) Manchester, you've been gorgeous. You've been divine. Thank Thank you 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 so so much for coming.